Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Felton Williams, President of the Board of Education of the Long Beach Unified School District, as we continue our 24th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight. Our guest for the entire show is Felton Williams, who's president of the Board of Education of the Long Beach Unified School District. Felton, welcome to our show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, Art. Well, nothing is more important than education, and uh, you've been on the board for 12 years. You've been elected four times as president. Uh, you'll be standing for re-election to the board this coming April. Uh, thank you for your service to our community. Uh, tell us what education means to you. I'll say it as George McKenna said it the other day, um, out of all the institutions in America, education is the only institution where our, our kids are man mandated to go through. And so given uh, you know, that important function, we need to make sure we try to get it right. And, uh, and we do get it right here in Long Beach. I know it's uh, an award-winning school district, both internationally and nationally. It certainly is. Uh, we won the Broad Award for the best urban school district in America in 2003. Uh, we were runner-ups for that award in 2004, 2005, 2006, and 2007. And in 2014, Long Beach was listed among the world's highest performing school systems by the Patel Group for, for Kids. Recently, we were cited as one of the top three in the United States in terms of sustained and significant improvements, according to a report by McKinsey and Company, a trusted advisor and counsel to many of the most influential businesses and institutions in the world. Well, uh, kudos, and we'll talk about some of the challenges uh, later in the show, but uh, we certainly are doing a significant job with, uh, and Long Beach, of course, is one of the, if not the most diverse city in America, according to uh, a report of the RAND Corporation. And, uh, and we have some tough demographics to deal with, but we're dealing with it. Uh, uh, let me also just mention uh, up front that you are the president-elect of the Council of the Great City Schools, which is an advocacy organization for, for major urban school districts in America. So congratulations on being selected Thank by you, your by your peers Thank you, uh, to head this, this organization. Let me also reference the current issue, the holiday issue of the Straight Talk magazine. Uh, we have a nice article about Felton Williams in this holiday issue. Uh, let's talk about uh, some of the challenges, uh, particularly the 70% poverty rate. Uh, I didn't realize that 70% of our students are uh, at the poverty level as defined by the United States government. Correct, um, and that does impose some significant challenges. Uh, and you, when you're 
dealing with kids uh, who speak a lot of different languages, who come from a lot of different countries around the world, and your task with trying to look at the best ways to, to, uh, to teach to that population, you have to get beyond statistics and data and look at what works. And it's a constant attempt to, to look at what works in the district. Uh, we engage in a lot of training and the training of our teachers in professional development I think goes a long ways to, to allowing us to look at best practices to work with such a diverse population and to, to try to, to deal with things that, that, that we can focus on. I mean, it's, it's difficult when you're dealing with a lot of poverty and a lot of distractions that impact the kids to get, keep those kids focused. Absolutely. And uh, schools are being asked today to do things that uh, generations ago were not part of their ballywick. Uh, uh, food, nutrition, um, um, behavioral issues. Uh, schools have a lot on their plate. They do, and you know, the, the, the straightforward mission of schools to provide reading, writing, math, and science, that's all been tasked and challenged by all the things that you mentioned, and, and, and then some. We get a lot of mandates thrown at us from the federal government, from the state government, in terms of adding to what we do. And when you couple that on with your traditional role of reading, writing, math, and science, it does make for some interesting challenges in education. I just suspect, without knowing, that those mandates do not come with money. A lot and, of them don't. And I, I have a slogan, no mandates without money. We don't want the feds and the state telling us what to do without giving us the money to do it. Right. But unfortunately, uh, we do have to abide by the, the rules of the state and federal government when it comes to sure. how we educate. Sure. Uh, on the positive side, uh, you told me that you now have 5,000 business partners that help you and the school district uh, fulfill their mission. And uh, back in 2004, it was only 500, and now it's 5,000. That's uh, a remarkable involvement of the community. That speaks very highly for where the school district is because of those business partners and because of the resources that they bring to our district and uh, in terms of uniforms for our kids, uh, for those kids who can't afford uniforms, uh, in terms of, of resources for some of our schools, uh, and those resources can be financial resources or they can be personnel, but we, we, are, we benefit greatly from our business partners. You mentioned uniforms. I, as I recall, it was Carl Cohn, uh, a predecessor of uh, Chris Steinhauser as superintendent, who, uh, who was the first to, in, uh, to initiate school uniforms uh, in America. And even President Clinton came uh, uh, to recognize that effort. And, and uniforms, it, it seems pretty clear to me, uh, equalize economic disparity among the students. So you don't feel that you have to wear a Gucci or a whatever to impress your classmates. And also they focus, they, they indicate that the purpose of, of school is education, not, not these secondary things. 
We, we feel that it works very well in removing that distraction from the children, from our kids, in that they can walk into the classroom and focus on instruction. And I, I think it, it, it really belies the fact that, that, uh, that we've, we've dealt with a number of the challenges that a lot of urban school districts are still trying to deal with, the fact that we've gotten rid of that distraction. So um, I think that's a very important piece of our, our effort in the district. Uh, so that when the kids walk into the classroom, they can focus on learning. Absolutely. Okay, we'll be seeing this great conversation with Felton Williams after we pause for these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas and forward-thinking environmental initiatives we're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California oh and a clearer horizon line to learn more go to polb.com the port of Long Beach thinking outside the docks Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo Tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo Tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo Tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo Tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo Tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. Welcome back. Continuing conversation with Felton Williams, who's the president of the Board of Education of Long Beach Unified School District, one of the significant school districts in, in America. What are some of the challenges that you and your colleagues face on a regular basis in trying to educate our population? Not only do you have to, to look at um, where the kids are and trying to move them forward, but it's all the other issues that kids have to deal with, uh, the poverty, uh, the distractions that are part of their environment, particularly for kids who, who come from tough environments, and then to, uh, to, to, sh to shift their thinking where they're, where they're feeling comfortable about learning and not thinking about all the other things that are out there. That is a constant challenge that you have to deal with. Um, schools are not monolithic. A lot of the things that occur on the outside follow the kids inside. Uh, 
So there's a challenge in terms of their safety. Uh, one of the things that we understand very implicitly is that kids feel most safely when they're at school, and they feel less safe when they're out of school. Safer at school than in their than out of neighborhood. School. So you're dealing with those combinations of yeah. things as you're trying to work through instruction. And those things can clearly be a distraction from learning if you're worried about uh, safety, if you're worried about uh, hunger, uh, if you're worried about, uh, in some cases, one-parent homes and uh, uh, the parent is, is working and uh, it, it's not there uh, to be quite as supportive as you might want. Right. And you mentioned er earlier in that first segment about all the other things that are put on schools, schools that are being asked to do. And they're being asked to do those things because that institution of home is no longer able to do those things. So they and add to goes the, to default to, to the, the school system. And, yeah. and a, yeah. lot of the, a lot of the challenges that, that emanate from the community and from that home institution are now being transferred to the schools. So now the schools are, are tasked with dealing with those issues as well. Well, as with most situations, uh, good people, good teachers, good administrative aides, uh, good leadership are, are part of the answer to the problem, no matter how strenuous the challenge is. If you have good leadership, if you have good people, uh, you can address those uh, challenges more effectively. Well, it's a constant search for what works, uh, for best practices, for looking out, and some of the things that you, you, you're, you're, you're dealing with, you're trying to, to, to work through what may work to get those students to focus on what needs, what needs to be focused on. Uh, we engage in a lot of professional development in our district for that reason. And you mentioned before we went on air that before someone becomes a principal or after they've been appointed principal, you just don't turn them loose as principal, but you mentor them and watch them and see that they have uh, uh, the, uh, the input and facilities that they need to be successful. And I think that's another hallmark of our district. We prepare our people for those challenges and then we provide them with support to help meet those challenges. And we provide sufficient intervention if they need it, but they're not left alone out there. How important is a principal to the effective running of any given school? Very important. The leadership that our principals display is extremely important in how that school runs. Uh, again, those principals are dealing with a lot of challenges with kids who are coming into those schools. And for a lot of the schools, uh, a lot of our, our students who come from some very tough environments, uh, the principals have to figure out how to deal, deal with those challenges. And another important element I know is parental involvement in the, the PTA, and yet uh, a lot of our kids are, are single parent homes and, and some of those parents are not uh, familiar with the, the educational process because they didn't get it themselves. So uh, I'm sure one of the challenges is trying to get more parental involvement. Most assuredly, and we do have programs where we uh, we, we go out and try to bring parents in. We have a, a program uh, called a CAP, which is a Concerned African American Parents. That program uh, brings in parents on a monthly basis and talks about how to get involved in education. 
uh, I spoke with members of the Cambodian community about starting a similar program in the Cambodian community. Hispanic community also has a program that's related to that. But you need to figure out how to, how to couple schools with parents and so that parents can support their children. Not a lot of the stuff happens in the classroom. A lot of it takes place at home as well, homework and that yes. kind of thing. Yes. So parents have to understand why that environment is important for their kids to be successful and that schooling is a two-way street, not a one-way street. Fair enough. Okay, in the next segment, we want to get up close and personal with our guests. Stay with us. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. Italy is a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Bellflower, Long Beach. When you have enough internet speed for everyone in your home, mom can video chat with grandma. Your daughter can check her favorite sites. Your son can conquer the galaxy. And you'll still have enough bandwidth to conquer your first warrior pose. Get internet speed starting at 60 megabits per second with Charter Spectrum. Where will it take you? We are back continuing this great conversation with Felton Williams, the head of the Board of Education of our school system. Let's just continue a moment on leadership. Uh, leadership is so important to any organization, whether it's a corporation, a university, or a country. Uh, you've been on the board now for 12 years. You're running again. You haven't tired of uh, this effort, and uh, you obviously have a great passion for it. But uh, just talk for a moment about the importance of leadership. I, uh, I worked under a gentleman named Peter Drucker at Claremont. And, and, uh, the what, famous Peter Drucker. The famous Peter Drucker. And uh, Peter Drucker was a member of my graduate committee at Claremont. But more than that, um, what we learned about leadership from him, I, I think, is so instrumental in how organizations function. Uh, having been able to establish 
clear objectives in an organization and being able to, to, to monitor uh, uh, progress on those goals is important, but also understanding how people work in those organizations and what they need to be successful. It takes a person and a leadership role being able to look at that uh, strategically and holistically and being able to focus on the bottom line in the organizations. Uh, leadership is work. Leadership is commitment. Leadership is being able to recognize the value of people. Uh, leadership is all about uh, being attuned to the, the ups and downs of the organization. And not just when it's a good day, when there's sunshine, but what do you do when it's raining and, and that kind of thing? That's How do you, you move you the organization? You really earn your salary in the tough you times. You better believe it. You better believe it. Um, I'm reminded of the school system of a community, which I cannot recall, but the superintendent of schools was making $600,000, and there were about 30,000 students. It was in all the newspapers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you think, what were they thinking? How do you, ra how do you rationalize that? I mean, it's great to go into education, and uh, usually there's a financial sacrifice for doing that. But here's a city that's paying the superintendent $600,000. I think there were three schools in the system. It was just right. outrageous. Right, and I, I can recall the school system. It's, it's pretty. It's, it's fairly local. It's, well, let's yeah. not mention the name yeah. in case we get it wrong. But everyone read about it, <laughs> and uh, I would hope that most people that go into teaching. Uh, I was a professor here for 40 years, and uh, at Long Beach State, that most people go in because they they want to make a difference and have an impact, uh, not to try and milk the system. Right, and you're you're going to get. Uh, you're going to get variations from, from, from different folks because uh, they're convinced that they, have a, uh, that they should get more out of it. But you're right, Art, for the majority of folks who go into this business, they do it be, for the love of children. And job satisfaction among teachers is among the very highest of all professions. It is. It can be a very trying experience, but the reward is so great when you see the light come on in a kid's eye. Yeah. Well, th you will be running, as we mentioned, for your fourth term as a member of the Board of Education. Uh, so you haven't lost your passion or love for the job. No, and I will always have it uh, because I recognize how important it is for, for that light to come on in, a, in, the, in the eyes of a lot of children. It does change them uh, remarkably once they understand that they've got the capacity to, to contribute, that they've got the capacity to understand, and that is so important because you, you really uh, do a lot of good when you move kids from this part of the, the, the equation to this part of the equation, sure. and we need to understand how important that is. Assuming you're reelected, which seems highly likely, what would be one of your goals for the next four years to, to, to get accomplished beyond what you've already accomplished and what the school system has already accomplished. We talk about closing the achievement gap and the gap between your highest performing students and your lowest performing students. That gap is still there. So there's still work to be done on closing the, the achievement gap. And every, every bit of progress we make towards closing the achievement gap means that we 
we dispel some problems on the other side because now we've got kids who understand that that they can learn that they can make a contribution and these are kids that don't have to go into the criminal system what about graduation rates our what? graduation rates are have vastly improved they're around 97 percent so our graduation rates are, are doing have, have improved greatly they're higher than the state average uh, one of the hallmarks for Long Beach Unified is our graduation rates. Our college going rates are up. Matter of fact, we're sending a, a number of our kids here to Long Beach State. Absolutely. So, and you know, we haven't mentioned, and we certainly should, the Long Beach Promise College Program. Promise. We just have a little time left, but, but this, this relationship between Long Beach Unified, Long Beach City College, and Long Beach State, with a seamless passage of students that achieve certain minimum standards, they're guaranteed going through and they get a first-year scholarship at City College, I believe. And now uh, Mayor Garcia has uh, urged and, and, and the city is now a partner, partner of that. a fourth partner of the Long Beach Promise program, and he's pushing very hard for more internships, which certainly makes right. a lot of sense. Right. Great, great effort. Uh, it's good to see an entire city united behind the academic achievement of his kids and, Bingo. See, and see the three three segments of the education community involved in it the entire city united behind the educational achievement of its kids well put we're back with the rest of our show after these messages Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Bill Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. 
I think Long Beach is very fortunate to have someone of the quality of Felton Williams willing to spend the time and effort to serve on the Long Beach Unified Board of Education and uh, make that commitment to the education uh, of our students and our youth. So thank you for that. Thank you, Art. And we have about a minute left to say whatever you want. Well, first of all, I want to thank you so much, Art, for inviting me on your show. Um, education is extremely important, and being able to impact and affect the lives of kids to uh, realize the potential they have and to be able to, 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 to take and move on and take advantage of that is extremely important. I'm very proud of the relationship we have with Long Beach City College and Long Beach State. Uh, and what that has afforded us in terms of allowing more opportunities for our kids. Well, Felton, thank you so much for joining us here on Straight Talk. And again, thank you for your service to the community. Thank you very much, Art, for having me. And thank you guys for watching. Please join us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.